Welcome to the show called Let's Talk Homeschool. I'm Davis, and today we have a guest, Rachel Eunice, author of Exploring Creation with Earth Science. This is the show where we talk about everything homeschooling, the who, what, when, where, why, and how. We want to affirm and encourage you in the decision to homeschool. We want to challenge and inspire you to take it to new heights, and we want to celebrate everything you get to experience along the way in this adventure of a lifetime. This podcast is sponsored by Apologia Educational Ministries. Go to Apologia.com, a great place to explore creation. Today's show is titled, Exploring Creation with Earth Science. Okay, Rachel Eunice, let's talk homeschool. So we have another book that you have authored entitled Exploring Creation with Earth Science. It's part of the Young Explorer series, our K-6 series. So just start with a general introduction to this book. What is it about? What would you want our listeners to know at the beginning of this conversation? Well, um, it is a creation-based title because it is written for Apologia. Uh, It was created to help elementary students just appreciate the gift of our home planet. You know, uh, the Bible, Psalm 24, one tells us the earth and everything in it, the world and its inhabitants belong to the Lord. And that's just beautiful. (laughs) So if you think about it in all the universe, there are no known planets that have life other than our home planet, you know, so our home planet sustains us. It recreates everything we need to survive and thrive. I mean, we don't get deliveries from outer space. Uh, (laughs) God created cycles in place to always create what we need. And uh, our planet sustains us. It's just, we survive and we thrive. And for me, that is a really fun year of learning. Well, right. When kids are young, they're outside in God's creation and literally exploring much of the earth, whether they realize it or not. Uh, But science can often be thought of as a difficult subject, regardless of which specific field we're looking at. So how do you make this happen so that an elementary age student can understand these concepts in any way that's meaningful? Well, uh, it's an excellent question. And what we do is we break it down into smaller concepts that are understandable. You know, for instance, uh, in lesson one, we look out into the observable universe and you might say, why do we start in the universe if this is a class on earth science? (laughs) But it's a great place to start. It helps put our home planet in place and it lets the student know that we are part of something greater in God's design. Uh, Lesson two goes on to talk about life in the habitable zone. And sometimes uh, even scientists call that the Goldilocks zone, you know, for life to exist. A planet needs to be not too hot, not too cold, not too big, not too small, not too hard and not too soft. It really is a Goldilocks zone where we live. You know, lesson three, we break down the four main spheres of the earth. You know, we have our geosphere, which is land and the hydrosphere, which is the water, the atmosphere, which is the air we breathe. And then the biosphere, which is all the life and brings all the uniqueness to the earth. And then in later lessons, we just keep building on these concepts in greater detail Um, We even discussed the weather and the science behind forecasting the weather. So uh, it's it's written in a conversational tone to the student. It's written at a level that they can understand. And it just um, is smaller parts that build on each other. You know, it's interesting. I was uh, talking to a family recently 
And the dad, this is a homeschool family, and the dad is a weatherman, and he attributes his interest in uh, in that field of study from his elementary years, uh, taking the Apologia courses. Now, this earth science course did not exist when he was in elementary school, and so I can't imagine how many weathermen and computer scientists that do these you know, forecasting models, and just all the technology that's behind weather forecasting these days. So, uh, but that's just one of the uh, interest a child may leave after taking this course. Uh, now, I, I know Apologia has a lot of hands-on courses as a way to make this interactive and engaging for the students. So what kind of activities are in this earth science course? Well, Davis, there's actually two different types of activities found in this title. Uh, there are hands-on activities that engage students with the concepts they're learning, and they help them achieve what I like to call their own aha moment of comprehension. It's like seeing how mountains are formed. You know, we, we give them an activity where they can be like, oh, I get it. That's how God did it. Uh, and then there's a project that actually weaves itself throughout the entire course. And, you know, we're studying earth science. So it was one of those things where we could say, what goes with earth science? And when I think of earth science, I think of the globe. I loved globes as a child growing up. I spent hours spinning the globe <laughs> and just staring at it. So uh, in exploring creation with earth science, students actually build their own globe. Uh, they map out the continents and the oceans on it. They add terrain features like mountains and rivers, and they even include animal habitats, you know, and the student notebooking journal that goes along with this title even adds more hands-on activities that engage the students' minds and just gets them even more excited as they understand that their world is discoverable. And as they discover their world, they discover just a little bit more of their creator and the God who created all of this for us because we are so loved. It's interesting you mention uh, that you love globes. Uh, I'm in the same camp. In our homeschool, in our in one of the places in our house, we actually have um, a globe that I had when I was an elementary age kid. And I remember my mom getting this globe by saving enough enough cereal box tops <laughs> and sending it in, and it came in. And I was mesmerized by this globe, and it had just enough you know, 3D effects where you could feel the Himalayans and uh, you definitely got a good sense of the tilt of the globe, where things were that uh, Rio de Janeiro was significantly east of the United States. And those were some of the things I remember as a young kid with mm -hmm. a real life, you know, uh, globe. So that's, that's interesting that you like that too. So there's notebooking journals with this book, just like there are with all the Apologia books. So, uh, it, it, I assume this project kind of goes uh, through the notebooking journal as part of the activity that they do through the year. Is that right? It does. I mean, it, the notebooking journals are always written in a way where if we have even just a hands-on activity, the notebooking journals have a place where students can document, you know, I mean, being a scientist is all about, you know, what I did and what I learned. And so in the elementary years, we're just showing the child the excitement of, you know, your activity, but then being able to document it. And like you said, I mean, you're now an adult. Wouldn't it be cool to go back and read a notebooking journal that you wrote when you were in elementary school and say, oh, I remember when little Rachel, you know, thought that, and that was so cool. 
<laughs> I just, for me, uh, the notebooking journals just enhance and they're a way, you know, they're a way to create a memory that stays with you. It's, I have all my children's notebooking journals. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, we keep all of ours for our kids too. They are tremendous keepsakes and, uh, and documentation of what they did, at least in the elementary years. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to continue this conversation, but right now we're going to take a quick break. So we want to thank our sponsor, Apologia Educational Ministries. Their mission is to help homeschooling families learn, live, and defend the Christian faith. Apologia is the number one publisher of creation-based curricula for homeschooling families with hundreds of number one awards. Now that's impressive, but more importantly, that's why Apologia is trusted by homeschooling families all across the USA and the world. Go to Apologia.com, a great place to explore creation. Well, welcome back. We've been talking with Rachel Eunice, author of Exploring Creation with Earth Science. We've talked about uh, just the overview of this book, uh, a little bit of what's in a few of the lessons, uh, and a couple of the activities, including one that goes through the entire course where the students are building their own globe. And so you get to, they get to a really hands-on feel for the Earth. So Rachel, as we continue this conversation, there's more than one activity. So were there one or two lessons that uh, were your personal favorites? Well, um, if I'm being truly honest, you know, I, I loved them all. I loved researching everything that had to go into them. But lesson 13 for me was fun to write uh, because what we did in lesson 13 is we combined all of the science that students were learning and we went out and found unique places on earth. I mean, these are places, Davis, what you would be like, that's on earth. That's not on some foreign planet somewhere. <laughs> and we encouraged the students to try and make a hypothesis on, you know, why are these areas unique? And then we explained the science behind the unique situations. Uh, so lesson 13 was a lot of fun. I, we, had a, we had a great time writing it. Uh, lesson 14, where we wrap up the entire uh, title of Earth Science, we discuss God and creation. And that's where uh, we get to guide the student on a journey and help them see, you know, why science is possible and how everyone's truly a steward of the earth. But it just, it's not, <clears throat> it's not the end of the book. I mean, in lesson 14, we tell them, okay, you know, uh, when you close this book, now's where your journey begins. Now you understand some of the basic science, you know, get out there and enjoy it. Get out there and realize just how special today is and what's going on. So I would say lesson 13 and 14 are probably my favorites of the book. Well, that that makes me curious. I, I want to know what's in lesson 13. I have it right here. I could take a quick look, but I don't want to spoil it for our listeners. I, I'm putting myself in the shoes of a listener thinking, I got to get this book and see what's in lesson 13. Where are these unique places? So we're going to literally leave that as a teaser for our listeners to get the book, get a copy, uh, look at the table of contents online. And we always have uh, at least lesson one as a PDF to get a good feel for the, the book in its entirety. But uh, you mentioned lesson 13 and 14. If you could real quick tell the folks how this book is organized, which is similar to all the other Young Explorer books, and that is specifically how many lessons are in the book and how many days a week should a parent expect to go through this course so that they have a feel for how much time it takes. Sure. Um, 
This book is written in the same format as the other Apologia Young Explorer series titles. Uh, there are 14 lessons. And if a parent were, we always say, you know, the schedule is optional to do what works for your family. But if you were to spend two days a week doing science for an hour a day, you would get through this book in about 28 weeks, which leaves plenty of time for holidays and everything else that you want to do with your family. So um, it's, it's, it's just similar to all the other titles. So. Well, I think that's what makes this series so wonderful is it doesn't take over a homeschool mom or dad's life. They can actually do this. It's science is interesting. The natural curiosity that young kids have uh, in the world that God created, it, it, it's just they're a natural fit for wanting to learn more about science and being uh, uh, exploring you know, the creation, as we say in the title. And it's fascinating that when you were talking about lesson 14, how we are God's ultimate creation. And yet he, the creator, gave us dominion to be stewards over his creation. And so when by instilling that biblical principle in the minds and hearts of these young kids, they can fall in love with their creator. They can understand their role in stewarding nature uh, and the world. And so all the modern day topics that you know adults are wrestling through, if they had, if we all had that perspective, we would look at it in a, in a more appropriate way than a lot of folks are doing these days. So well done there. So uh, several times as we've been talking, you talk about the we um, in terms of the book coming together. So uh, your name is on the book as the author, but what do you mean by the we But when you are talking about this title? Well, um, Earth Science. I mean, that's a big um, title to tackle. Uh, and so with my background in the sciences and everything, I have a lot of the necessary uh, skills to go out and research and to write and everything. But I would have been deficient if I hadn't brought in experts in the field to help make this book come to life. So I actually wrote this title with my husband, uh, Dr. Sam Eunice. Uh, he recently retired from a lifelong career at NASA. Uh, and he's given credit as the technical editor, but we had a lot of fun bouncing lessons back and forth and investigating places on the earth. And I'll tell you, you know, lesson 13 is every spot on that we mark on the globe in lesson 13 are on our bucket list <laughs> to go see one day. Um, but there are a lot of other people who played an important part for this title. Uh, you know, we had a designer who actually worked in more images than any other Young Explorer title, because if we're going to discuss some of these concepts, I can write it in words, but for children to see it in pictures, that makes a big difference. And then uh, we actually had three editors rather than the usual one. You know, there was, of course, a copy editor. But we added a content editor to make sure that everything that we were writing flowed and made sense and that the layout, you know, was visually pleasing to everything. And then we brought in a junior editor because like you asked me at the very beginning, you know, how do you write an age appropriate science book for such a title? And uh, I love the junior editor. He gave me such fantastic feedback that I actually put his name on the book. Uh, it's 
he deserves all the credit that he got because it was fun working with him. And so the we, you know, I can't take full credit for this book. The we is Apologia. The we is the designers and the editors. And the we, you know, is everyone who offered me feedback and tried the activities and and said, this works, but I would tweak it. Or, oh, that was way too hard. Don't put that in your book. <laughs> so uh, I give credit to everybody when I say we, Davis, including you for giving me the opportunity to write the book. Well, so thank, thank you. you. And uh, it's interesting. Um, the junior editor was not in my family, but I remember being at uh, his family's house several times when he had to go back uh, from you know saying hello to me because he was working on getting you feedback and he was looking at a draft. And I just thought that was tremendous how serious he was taking it. And um, for a, a young preteen, you know, person at the time, he was uh, he did a great job. And I'm glad that the feedback was so helpful to make this just a great uh, science book uh, written from a creation based standpoint, as all apology textbooks are with lots of love and heart and soul poured into this and uh, obviously plenty of time. These things don't come together overnight. Uh, but more importantly, as you were just saying, plenty of people, uh, lots of folks involved in the process. Uh, doing that, coming together and creating something beautiful that talks about the beautiful creation. So just a, a lot of wonderful things to think about in this. So as we wrap this up, is there any last thing you'd like to tell our listeners about this book that you think would be, would be interesting for them? Well, I mean, I think we've touched on it and you've said it so beautifully. You know, we are stewards of the earth. We have a huge responsibility. And so to build a love of creation in our children when they're young and have that strong foundation, that base that they can build on as they get older, I think is an honor to be able to do that. And it's a gift that we can give all of our children. And what a wonderful place this world would be if everyone could do that for their children. You know, and I think it would solve a lot of the issues that we see now happening in the world. <laughs> Amen to that. Well, as always, we have to bring these wonderful conversations to a close. Thank you all for listening. We hope you'll join us again next time. And if you liked what you heard, please write a review, share it with your friends, or send us an email. The address is podcast at apologia.com. This is Let's Talk Homeschool. And our guest today has been Rachel Eunice, author of Exploring Creation with Earth Science. I've been your host, Davis Carmen. This podcast is sponsored by Apologia Educational Ministries. Go to Apologia.com, a great place to explore creation. Well, have a great day, and until next time, we are walking by faith and enjoying the homeschooling adventure of a lifetime.